0: Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell. It's a pleasure to be with you today. We've got a wonderful show, a second part with Marita Litauer. Marita is a a nationwide speaker and uh, actually worldwide speaker and author of many, many books with her mother and her sister. And uh, she travels uh, worldwide, so we're very fortunate to have her in for these two shows that we're doing on uh, adult personality types. This show is something that you will want to listen to. And if you have missed last week, we can um, contact us and we can let you know how you can get the other copy. Um, and we're going to recap a little bit, too. Um, Marita, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks. It's good to be with you again. Well, you know, I,
0: you've written so many books, and I know a lot of that's on our first uh, segment we had done. Uh, but you have, uh, you're the author of 17 books. You have another book coming out. Um, which we we did speak about, Wired That Way, which will be coming out. You said in May.
1: Yes, it'll be. It should be in my hands in May. They say it will be in bookstores June fifth.
0: Okay, and this is, is going to be Wired
1: That Way will be out.
0: Okay, so that's great, and that's and, and uh, this year. And again, you can go to the bookstores. It'll be online, and we're going to give you Marita's, um website and phone number where you can order that. And, and... let me
1: mention, Marty, about Wired That Way. Um, as we mentioned on, last week, it's kind of an encyclopedia of the personalities, as it addresses not only. The basics on the personalities, but it addresses um, emotional needs and marriage and parenting and workplace and spiritual life. But along with it, what I'm real excited about is we have recorded ten 28-minute lessons on DVD hmm. that'll be available, like for small group use. And there's a workbook. And we've never had this kind of whole project together before. We have oh, some books great. and we have some, you know, speeches that have been recorded that we sell. But this has all been done together as a whole package designed to work together. And it's the first time we've had a product like that. And that's really nice because
0: people can't always come out to your conferences. And a lot of times they're booked and there's waiting lists to get into your your seminars. So this is really nice to be able to bring that out to them. And I'm going to go ahead and um, last week, let's recap the four personality types. And we're going to talk today about, you know, the emotional needs of the different personalities. So your husband, your children, your coworkers, your mother. Um, your birth mothers, adoptive parents, um, their needs, and also how we can help our children because as children are small, we can really help them um, bring out uh, well, and definitely. strengthen their, their, their weaknesses. So let's recap just briefly the four personalities as we did last week.
1: Okay. We're, what we're talking about is what we call the popular sanguine personality, which is the talker of life, the fun-loving, outgoing, energetic person. Then we have what we call the perfect melancholy personality, and the perfect melancholy is more the thinker of life. They're the deep, thoughtful, introspective kind of person. They're more quiet and prefer to stay in the background. Then we have the powerful choleric personality, which you and I identified that we both have a fair amount of that one, and that's Mm -hmm. kind of the doer, the driver Mm -hmm. in life. And they tend to be intense because they're very focused on the task. So they're very task-oriented, and unfortunately with the powerful choleric, sometimes relationships suffer because the focus is so much on the task. Mm-hmm. Then we have the peaceful phlegmatic whose focus is more on relationships and less on work, less on the task. They're the easygoing, the agreeable type of person. They tend to have a dry wit, uh, kind of one liner sense of humor. And so that's a real quick overview of the four personalities. And as we addressed last week, that no one is exactly one. I mean, I've been working with this material for more than 30 years, and I have never yet met anybody who is exactly 100% one personality right. type. We just use that as kind of a, a guideline for a grouping of certain characteristics that tend to be found together.
0: Right. And so each of these have different um, emotional needs and you know, you do have. Let's mention too that if you are interested in finding out what your personality is, um, you can um, order. Um, you know, for a, for a dollar or two dollars, um, this uh, personality test is
1: just a, like a two
0: page um, sheet you would fill out, right?
1: Yes. Well, actually, the two dollar one is going to be eight pages long. Wow. It's much, it's, it's much okay. enhanced, and it will be out in June. So okay. along with the release of the book, the publisher is revising that, and so that's why because of the time that we're on the air here. It's kind of like in the in-between phase where we right. still have the old ones for a $1, dollar.
0: And you, they can they can go to the site and find out more um, sure. at um, Class Services uh, if they're interested in doing that, too. And um, we're going to get that website and then phone number in just a little bit, too. So they can fill that out and find it out. It's not very expensive, as we mentioned, but it is important and vitally important. I filled this out, I think, when your parents first came out with this book. And I kept that, and then I took it again, and it was probably basically right on. I had changed a little bit, but um, I was really surprised at the the similarities.
1: Well, you know, the reality is, Marty, and we mentioned this last week, is that it shouldn't really change all that much, because the the idea when you take the personality profile is you look at who are you really, Mm -hmm. not who have you worked to become. At the end of the last show, I was talking about that I have had to learn, because I run a business, to get organized
0: right so you have i some saying am you.
1: organized but that's not naturally who i am it's something i have to work at so when you look at the personality profile for me i would not check the word organized even though i am because it's not naturally who i am right. so when you look at that you want to look at who are you naturally and hopefully most of us especially as christians as we grow and we mature hopefully we become more balanced individuals.
0: And that's important because this is really vital information for first off our, our marriages and then second off for our relationships with our children because I think a lot of times we try making our kids into who we are
1: yes. and they, they mm-hmm. aren't.
0: And then there becomes all this resentment and they don't want to be around you when they're older or even when they're younger. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. and, and, and especially since we're talking about adoption, mm-hmm. that it, that's I think even more true in that kind of situation because you, you, you don't have the genetic connection. Right. And so you, you have this idea that this child should be like me and the same is true when they're not adopted. When right. they are birth children, those that are listening that have birth children, mm-hmm. you know, they come out differently from you as well, but I think somehow in an ad- adoptive setting, you have a little bit more of that desire to make this child like you.
0: Well, you want to have that deeper even connection. Do you find a lot of people marry someone um, that that's that the saying that opposites attract? Is that true? Yeah, definitely,
1: especially mm-hmm. in the first marriage. Um almost always, um people we marry opposites mm-hmm. because and I think God designed it that way mm-hmm. because you know, where my, where I am not gifted, my husband is. Mm-hmm. Where he is gifted, I am not, you know, vice versa. So when we come together when the Bible tells us that the two shall become one, mm-hmm. I think that's very true. But while we do tend to marry opposites, and of course that's what a lot of people claim as their reason for divorce, mm-hmm. is, that, is that if you don't understand that person and you don't understand what they need, then you, those things become things that frustrate you. Right. And they become the things that you attack each other on, the and, very things that yeah. drew you together in the first place become the things that you attack each other And this
0: is why I wanted you on the show, because I believe, truly believe, that this information that you have in this book and what your family has come up with with these different personalities, once we understand it, it will save marriages.
1: I've seen it happen over and over again. And I
0: think that it's less than going to dinner. I mean, we're talking just a few dollars to get this information and be able to learn about it will save marriages and families from having all this stress. And I think that um, it's extremely important. You know,
1: and that's one of the things, Marty, that when I sort of am, like, advertising this program is that, you know, m- there are other personality systems out there, and there are, some other, there are some others that are really good. But the beauty of what we're doing here with this is we've made the information so user-friendly. There's mm-hmm. some, of, some of the different systems that are out there that you pretty much need a master's degree in psychology to, right. to understand them. But I often say about this, you can hear a one-hour speech on this and learn enough to save your marriage.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And, you know, it's, it's, um, we're talking about the different languages. Like one person is speaking French and the other one only understands Russian. Uh-huh. And you can speak French all day long, and that person that speaks Russian is not going to understand you, you. know, And so you can learn about that other personality. You can learn that language of your person. Yes, your and roommates. as we
1: mentioned last week, it, it does take mm-hmm. a little more effort. Mm-hmm. But when you're in long-term relationships with your children, your husband, mm-hmm. your wife, whatever – It's worth that investment to learn to speak their language.
0: Especially with parenting because we only have until when the children are small to make that impression. And if they have memories of a terrible childhood because they weren't understood – they're not going to want to spend yeah, that's time later. Stick with
1: them for their life.
0: Exactly, and they're not going to want to bring the grandkids over. So everyone listening, <laughs> <You>
1: gotta <laughs> it, keep those priorities. Gotta keep order them
0: priority. Exactly, really, really important too. So I think that's key too. You know, getting back to marriage. So, um, you know, we talk about we talked about marriage and, and having a good foundation on marriage and understanding each other and really balancing each other. I know that I've had friends say that if you had married a husband that was like you, Marty, you would have torn each other apart. Yeah, you would have
1: killed each other long ago. You know,
0: and so luckily my husband is is not like that, and he is he can allow me. To to be um you know in the forefront of it and he's not um threatened by it and uh though i can very easily be submissive then i'm not threatened by it either so i think really talking this out reading the books and getting the information about it and i like the way you've written the personality personality plus in this and this new book coming out too um wire that way is is that it is easy to read and i know for me i want something i can grasp in a short period of time i don't want to read a lot of. Um, Psycho, psychology and, and... Psychobabble. Yeah, it just it's too difficult for us in, a, in our busy life. Um, the one thing I know with adoptive families, when they do adopt, like you mentioned too, sometimes we'll adopt older children. And these children might come, um, you know, they have, again, different personalities. And even if you adopt a sibling group, um, or a child from another country, they still have these personalities. Just mm-hmm. because they don't speak English when they first come over doesn't mean that they do not have different personalities that we need to learn about and how we can communicate with them better and to make life uh, a little more harmonious in our family too. Any suggestions there for families that are all becoming an instant family, whether it
1: be well, step-parents? Yes. I mean, obviously I would say that you need to look to identify the personality of that child. Mm-hmm. And in that case, the personality profile is not probably going to be your best tool, especially like you said, if they don't speak English when they arrive, if they come from another country, mm-hmm. and um, then that's going to be a more difficult thing. But, but they
0: can do it with um, nonverbal. You right, can be more gentle. If you can
1: watch if you mm-hmm. know what to watch for. You watch how they interact. Now, again, an in international adoption, you know, the child is probably going to be more reticent in the beginning, and you may have to wait until they, you know, feel more comfortable in the home before you can actually observe that in that kind of setting. But in an, in an you know, English-speaking child, you're going to see that right away um, it, when they come into the home, uh, regardless of what their age is. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to identify whether the child is like demanding and pushy and wanting their own mm-hmm. way, which would be a powerful choleric, and not mm-hmm. wanting to share their toys mm-hmm. or whatever, or whether they're kind of become the center of attention, and they're entertaining everybody, and they're bright-eyed, and cute and bubbly, that's going to be the popular sanguine. Mm-hmm. If they line up all their toys in a row and they, they want everything neat and tidy. I have my, my little niece, who's my adopted brother's child. Mm-hmm. At three years old, my brother is always trying to close the pantry door, which is where the trash can for their kitchen is, which makes no sense to me, but that's okay. It's on the other side of mm-hmm. the kitchen counter. Mm-hmm. So all day long, my poor sister-in-law, she tosses trash towards the trash can. And then later goes and picks it up and puts it in the trash can. But that's where my brother wants it. So my little three-year-old niece, she has learned that the pantry door is supposed to be closed. So now while my brother's at work all day, when and Christy used to keep the door open, little Leanna is going behind her and closing the pantry Everything
0: door. Everything neat and
1: tidy. Yeah, because she's neat and tidy. Isn't that funny? And <laughs> it's nice can, to know that. You can watch for those things early on.
0: And really work with them, too. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Marita Tower is going to share more about how we can help our children, our spouse, and ourselves with these wonderful personality traits that God gave us. So we'll be right back after this quick break. Hold on. On my 18th birthday, I made a decision that would affect me forever. I chose life for my baby. I wasn't ready to be a mom or even to change my dreams of being a singer. Many of my friends offered to help me in my pregnancy, but then I learned about another option that provides a beautiful life for my baby,
1: adoption.
0: I was able to choose my son's parents and even meet them at the hospital. They love him so much and he's an answer to their prayers. I get emails and pictures from them. I even travel to visit my son each year. He has wonderful parents, an awesome life and a solid future, everything I wanted for him. And now, I've even moved to Nashville to follow my dreams. I chose life. I chose adoption. Open adoption means you make the choices. Choose the adoptive family, how much contact you want, and how you want the adoption to happen. To learn more about adoption, call 1-800-923-6784 or visit lifetimeadoption.com. You can speak with a compassionate counselor confidentially, 24 hours a day. Call Lifetime at 1-800-923-6784. Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell on KFIA AM 710. If you've just joined us, we're talking today with a second part series with author and speaker Maria Littower about personalities, um, personality types in adults and children. Before we continue, I want to mention that our adoption resource for you for this week is also uh, a book that I wrote, adoptingonline.com. It's a book I wrote for hopeful adoptive parents. Uh, it did win um, two national awards. It's available at local bookstores. It's great for anybody trying to adopt that wants to adopt that needs to get started, find the resources they need to save money and save time. So you can find that at any of the bookstores online, offline, and also at adoptingonline.com. If you have more questions, feel free to go ahead and email me at info at letstalkadoption.com. Marita, before we left, you were discussing a little bit about, you know, talking about your niece and little personalities of little children. And this is really important for parents because, you know, a lot of parents would go around and smack their little hands and say, don't do that. So what are we doing, you know, about discipline, and and how can uh, how how can we help our children um, with a different personalities? Because you brought that up,
1: because the discipline is very different uh, based on their personality. For example, if you have a popular, sanguine child, the talker, the center of attention, Mm -hmm. the one that's kind of the cute, adorable entertainer kind of person, um, if you the 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 worst punishment you can do for that child is send them to their room alone. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell them to stay in their room or, you know, until they can apologize Away or whatever, from everybody else. Isolation. whatever the situation might mm-hmm. be. Make them be alone. That will kill that child. I mean, it won't kill them, of course. But, I mean, that's, that's the discipline. As a child myself, as that kind of child, the popular sanguine, my parents, used, they, they would spank me. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, would, I learned to manipulate them. Mm-hmm. And I would learn that I needed to, I, if I cried the first time that mm-hmm. they hit me, then we were done with that. <laughs> And I could go on about my merry way. If I didn't cry, then I, then, it, then they'd have, feel like they had to spank me again. So I learned I'd wail on the first whack. Mm-hmm. And then I was done with it. And I went on my merry way. And I would evaluate when I knew I was going to get in trouble. I would evaluate, well, is this worth a spanking or
0: mm-hmm. not? Right.
1: But for... A, pe- a perfect melancholy child, mm-hmm. sending to them to their room to be alone is like a reward.
0: Right. They get away from all the noise and all the, ch- yeah. and all the chores. That's right.
1: And so my, mo- my mother's book, I would encourage your listeners who have children, birth children or adopted children or a mix or whatever, but you know it doesn't matter genetically where these children come from. They all come with a personality. And uh, interestingly, once a few years back, I had an opportunity to speak to directors of, of Christian preschools on the personalities. And I asked them, how many of you have had in your preschool, you know, the big brother, then the middle child, and then the little sister or whatever. And, you know, most all of them had. And I said, have you, you, know, have you noticed that these are all different children? They're in the same house, the same parents, the same school, the same teachers, but they're all different. And I would encourage anyone listening today that has children to pick up my mother's book by Florence Litchauer. Personality Lichauer. Plus for Parents.
0: For Parents. Uh, personality Plus for Parents. Uh, and that really Lawrence.
1: clearly goes through how to identify each child's personality type and specifically disciplining them and a whole lot of it, how to encourage them, how mm-hmm. to get them to do their homework. Mm-hmm. And, you know, actually I'm just realizing as we're talking, I just thought of another resource that we have for parents who have children that are like, say, 5th to 10th grade, mm-hmm. that kind of that youth age um, when, when they're not quite adults but they're not quite children either. We have another resource, it's, it's a little booklet, it's for the, the youth, it's not for the parents, it's mm-hmm. for the youth themselves, on personalities, and it's just a 32-page booklet, because that age group isn't going to read a 200-page book. Right. And it's called Smarter, Not Harder, and it talks in there about how to get along better with your parents, mm-hmm. and how to get along better with your teachers, mm-hmm. and even study skills for each personality type. Mm-hmm. For example, the popular sanguine child who likes to be with people does well in study groups where they're with people. If you tell them to sit alone at their desk and just read the book, they get bored very quickly. Mm-hmm. But when they can be like in an interactive group where they act things out or do things like that, then it's better for them for study skills. So this really impacts all areas, areas. of a person's life. Well,
0: how about discipline and the um, the other two personalities? We've, we've covered saying one in melancholy.
1: Yes, the peaceful phlegmatic is, is a little bit harder one because they're a little bit more case or sera whatever will be will be, and, and in reality, there's not a big problem usually in disciplining the peaceful, phlegmatic child because they're really the good child. Mm-hmm. The harder thing is motivating mm-hmm. the peaceful, phlegmatic child. And we hear from parents, you know, at, at our seminars, one of the most frequent questions we get is, how do you motivate the phlegmatic child? Because they will sit and watch TV all day or play video right. games, right? And so, therefore. The discipline for that child is to take away those um, privileges mm-hmm. the video games and the TV, but the things that are important to them were for the powerful choleric, you can take away some of the privileges also, but they 're going to be different privileges because the powerful choleric is not one that's likely to sit around and watch TV. Mm -hmm. They're more in Boy Scouts or, you know, Cub Scouts or whatever, whatever they're the church group or whatever. And so what works better for them is to make them stay home.
0: And that's so hard because with, we have four children, and all four children are different personalities. And so when one says, well, you didn't do that for so-and-so, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. they got to go to their room, you know. And it, it can be a real challenge when you have multiple children with different personalities, and they all get different disciplines because one looks like they're being favored, and the other one has severe, you know, takeaway. Right, you know, if
1: you can make this whole thing kind of a family game, understanding the personalities, Right. Then you can use that vocabulary with all of them. Mm-hmm and then you can expl- you know talk to them about well that's because for mary you know she this doesn't work for her right. but it does for you and so we were working with each one of you and what works the best
0: and that you. comes back from having a good identification of your own personalities because if you're very quiet and you don't communicate well you're not going to be able to communicate with your children while you're doing this, too. Yes,
1: well, of course, and also, as we already talked about last week, the opposites tend to attract. So if you're real quiet, hopefully your spouse will be the more verbal one.
0: Exactly. And
1: can help you in that area. And that's, again, why you know why I believe God put us together with someone who tends to be different right. from us, because they can be weak or they can be strong when where we, we are weak.
0: Exactly, and we have that. Let's go ahead and give your uh, your number out, too, your phone number out, too, where people can find out more about this and your website again, please. The phone number
1: is 800 433 and there's someone there, most all business hours. And the website is simply classservices.com. Okay, and that's a
0: class with just two S's. Actually, you know it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can do okay, can two good.
1: S's or three S's, and it'll get you there.
0: Great, that sounds super tough out. So we've got a few minutes before we, we close this particular show, too. And remember, this is a two-part show. What else can you recommend to people regarding the personalities that might help them they can take away today, that they can actually start? observing, what would you recommend uh, to listeners today that they can help with this? Well, you know,
1: we we mentioned, Marty, but we never really got to what we call the emotional needs. And as I mentioned earlier, there are other personality systems out there, but this system, what, what our approach is, is really the only one that addresses emotional needs. And while identifying the personalities is really important, what I find is once you begin to understand that these personalities are hardwired into us, And what comes with that are different emotional needs. We have different things we want. And when you understand that and you begin to give the people in your life what they need, because most of us were brought up on what was called the golden rule, do Mm -hmm. unto others as you would have them do unto you. And so we tend to do with and for people what we want ourselves. But yet there are people out there are different. Right. And so when we understand that, for example, I know we're almost out of time, so I'll run through this real quickly. The popular sanguine personality wants attention and approval. They want you to hug them, love them, touch them, kiss them, tell them that they are wonderful. Mm-hmm. The perfect melancholy, the opposite, which is usually married to one another, wants sensitivity and space. They don't want to be touched. They don't want to be fawned over. But they want you to hurt when they hurt and cry when they cry and give them space give them time alone where you're not yakking at them constantly right. then the powerful choleric personality needs achievement and appreciation mm-hmm. the powerful choleric has a need to be able to check things off their mental to-do list and I don't know about you marty but I find sometimes when I'm having as a powerful choleric I'm feeling kind of agitated That's I'm not right. having a good day no, it's if important. I can go do some things and then, then I, I feel better ha- i have a sense of accomplishment I feel better. That's right. It's amazing. It's amazing. And
0: phlegmatic, then, briefly, as we just close up. Phlegmatic
1: needs respect Hmm. and a feeling of self-worth. Because they're not the superheroes of life, the adult phlegmatics in our life, they tend to have kind of fallen through the cracks in life. They weren't the really good ones, and they weren't the really bad ones.
0: Well, Marita, thank you so much. I hope all of you run out there and get that book, Wired That Way. It's coming out really soon. Visit her site at uh, classservices.com. And Maria, thank you so much for being on our show. You've been wonderful. Great
1: to chat with you, Marty. You
0: too. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. This is Marty Caldwell. Until next week, we'll see you then. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit lifetimeadoption.com or
1: call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's
0: Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.